it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We're not in the studio today as we're on the road covering multiple stories, but there's been a lot going on in Georgia, specifically Fulton County, and we want to get the expert on again. He's been with us many times, Garland Favorito of VoterGA.org. Welcome, Garland. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Todd. Great to be back, and we really appreciate all you do at CD Media. Oh, thanks for that. So I wanted to give our uh, audience an update. There's been a lot happening. We've had your press conference this week. There are rumors of new lawsuits flying. Can you just let us know where things stand? Sure. Um, well, on at our press conference, we announced that uh, the group of our, our seven petitioners are appealing the decision. Uh, we'll appeal, we're appealing and we have filed the appeal uh, in the, uh, most likely we'll go to the Georgia Court of Appeals. Um, we're very convinced that uh, we're gonna uh, win that appeal. Um, and I can explain why, but the other, the other group, I believe is going to refile their case with a candidate. Uh, mm -hmm. I hope they file it in federal court. I think they'll have a better mm -hmm. chance if they do that in federal court. They could also file in state court, but they'll end up back in Fulton County. So yeah. I'm not totally attuned to what they're doing, but I, I know they uh, are working on announcing that. So they they have their right to to do what they want, um, and of course we we do we do as well. So there's two two groups of of petitioners mm -hmm. that are uh, active. Um, I think that though that that might end up being a new suit. I'm not sure how they're going to uh, do that, but you'll probably we'll probably get more information on that by the end of the week because our 30 day deadlines are are up by then. And so we'll get a chance to revisit the ballot inspection of the 140,000 ballots in Fulton County that were said to have counterfeit ballots included this whole time. So that's right. the reason for those two lawsuits. But what it's about? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So just to add to that, uh, Todd, so um, I wanted to explain why we're so confident we're going to win this appeal. Mm -hmm. So um, and first of all, um, the Georgia or uh, the United States Supreme Court has been very clear on that. The judge made a ruling based on the 11th Circuit ruling in the Lynn Wood case that said uh, he was by himself and he needed to have a group uh, to have a particularized injury. Mm -hmm. And we uh, did have a group. We argued that in court. You know, our attorney, Todd Harding, explained mm -hmm. that we have two groups. We are the group that had their votes diluted, or at least part mm -hmm. of that group, by ballot stuffing. There's another group that had their votes strengthened by ballot stuffing. There's two groups. That's an equal protection claim. So um, the judge ruled on the 11th uh, Circuit uh, ruling against Glenn Wood, and he, he used that. The problem with what he did, he knowingly, he knowingly violated all the 100 years of U.S. Supreme Court precedents. Hmm. So for the last 100 years, 
the U.S. Supreme Court has been very clear. They, they said in 1915, U.S. v. Mosley, that your right to have your vote count is equally as open to protection as your right to put a ballot in a ballot box. It's just mm. common sense. Mm. Everybody would agree on that. The uh, U.S. Uh, Supreme Court ruled in 1964, 50 years later after that first ruling, that your right to have your vote count cannot be diluted by ballot stuffing, point blank. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's not just a class of voters. It's your right. You know, it's one right. So the U.S. Supreme Court has been very clear. And it's nothing but common sense, because obviously, if the judge's ruling was, in fact, true, then uh, no one could challenge ballot stuffing. And it would be open season for every criminal in the state of Georgia to stuff every ballot in, right. a, in a box in every county in every state. So obviously the judge's ruling is invalid. So we will appeal that. And we, we know that, and we, and we have uh, done it before. Uh, we you know, we ha- went through this five years ago, and we had a case mm-hmm. that was to reduce the petitioning requirements in Georgia. We got blown out in the federal court, and uh, I didn't think it was that good of a case to begin with, but but the group, we were with the Constitution Party and the Green Party. We got together with them, and we appealed it, uh, that case to the uh, 11th uh, Circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 11th Circuit kicked it back and gave us a, uh, a land. Uh, the judge then turned around. Once he had been overturned, the judge gave us a landmark ruling that reduced the petitioning requirements in Georgia for the presidential race by 85%. Wow. So, so we're going to appeal it's, and we're going to win. It's going to go back to his court again, and then he's going to be forced to do the right thing this time. So do, I'm, do you I'm, think the um, sorry to interrupt? Do you think the the opposing attorney that said alternative facts uh, for <laughs> during the trial? We're being, we're being will, very polite. <laughs> do you think that will uh, impact the appeal at all, or, or? No, because it's not evidence. Okay. Yeah, he can stand up there and lie all day, but it, it's mm-hmm. not evidence, and, and and it can't be considered in, in the appeal whatsoever. Okay. Uh, so, and the appeal is it, it's very it's very narrow technical uh-huh. issue. Okay. Uh, extremely narrow, and it had nothing to do with what the attorney said, and it has nothing to do with the report that uh, the uh, Secretary of State's uh, submitted there at the last minute. Um, uh, so because the, just so people who don't know, they basically said that Georgia, the GBI was investigating and that gave Judge Amaro kind of an out to, to back away. Am I, am I saying that correctly? Yeah. So the attorney claimed that the GBI was investigating five times. That was all uh-huh. a lie. Uh-huh. Uh, five times he lied. And then the uh, Secretary of State uh, submitted a report at the request of the judge. And that report showed that the attorney was lying. They, the GBI was not involved in the investigation of counterfeit ballots. They'd only been involved in one case in, that had to do with Cobb mm-hmm. County signature verification. So uh, that so that all, all blew up. So and but his decision was not based on anything in that in okay. that report. Okay. Anyway, it was based on an 11th Circuit ruling. But mm-hmm. but to your point, Todd, he used that for political cover. Right. Because right. he couldn't have used it uh, for for legal cover because it's not evidence. You know they're non-party to the case. Right. 
and he can't use that. Uh, but he needed political cover for a political decision. It was not a judicial decision. It was a political decision. And, and uh, I'm convinced that we will get that turned around. We'll go back to his court and he'll he'll do the right thing next time. And if, if we don't get it turned around, the whole judicial system is in Georgia is is worthless. So with that being civil, said, the civil justice yeah. part of it anyway. What is going on with the Judge Totenberg case, the uh, which is the actual ballot, what the machines produce, the QR codes, that that's not a legally verified oh, vote? Okay, yeah. So our, our case, our, our other case is the mm -hmm. Dominion. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we are, we're suing the state of Georgia to ban the Dominion system because Judge Totenberg, as you said, has already found that the system is illegal. It's in violation of, of uh, two Georgia statutes because it's, it's completely unverifiable to the voter. You know, the voter mm -hmm. cannot verify their votes because it's, it accumulates the votes out of the QR codes. Mm -hmm. So uh, for those reasons, and there are a lot of other reasons that uh, we need to uh, ban the, the Dominion system uh, in, the, in the state of Georgia. So that case goes to status conference uh, towards the end of the month, hmm. uh, November 22nd, ironically. Okay. Um, and that one will um, be, uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we we'll just have to wait and see what they do. But basically a status conference is just that the judges and the judge and the attorneys get together and decide what they're going to do. We, we won't even be involved in it okay. as, as the petitioners. So, okay. um, yeah, so that, that we'll be holding on that. But what's the interesting thing that happened that we mentioned in our press conference mm -hmm. was that the Speaker of the House has decided to cut Representative Philip Singleton out of his seat because he signed on to that lawsuit. Mm -hmm. And they literally, if you look at the map, we showed this on the uh, on our uh, um, press conference, and you did a story on this, Todd. Mm -hmm. I think you actually showed the map, right? Yeah, yeah. So it and it cut. They cut the, the a district full of South Fulton Republicans. And they cut that down in Coweta and they put it right, wrapped it right around his house, literally <laughs> just went right around his house and went back up and put his house in, in uh, a, a district with you know, majority Democrats from South Fulton. Um, and ironically, the, the suit that we filed for the, against the, to ban the Dominion system against the state of Georgia is a nonpartisan uh, issue. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're they're trying to get him out. The the um, uh, chair of the legislate uh, the what they call the redistricting committee is Bonnie Rich, mm -hmm. and Bonnie Rich is new to the legislature, but suddenly she's already a as a chair uh, position, and uh, she uh, apparently had agreed to take on this task ahead of time because Ralston and his leadership team has funded her with about. $40,000. That's how she mm -hmm. got elected. And she's basically a, a puppet of the House Speaker, David Ralston. She has doesn't represent the constituents of Swanee. Mm -hmm. She is a uh, basically a bought and paid for legislator. And what's interesting about this, Todd, this is how House Speaker Ralston works. He has literally bought up all the legislative seats in the House by repeating this process, he has this leadership team 
uh, pack fund, and he he gets in a couple million bucks, you know, uh, every mm-hmm. year or two, and he funds the um, uh, these his leadership team, and then he gets his leadership team to go out and fund all these other legislators. So they go out, they like, they decide they like Bonnie Rich. They pump $40,000 into her campaign. She wins, of course, because she's outspent her opponents by a factor of four or five to one. Yeah. He, he has repeated this technique over and over again for the last 10 years. He has bought up uh, numerous seats in, in the legislature. Uh, and, and when I say bottom up, I mean bottom up in, from Republicans. Republicans yeah. He is, he is, uh, uh, diluted the Republican primary and to the point where, you know, the, the, the people of their districts, they can't get a legitimate representative to represent them in, in most cases. And, and one of the most difficult problems he's had is with Coweta and Fayette County because they have been uh, electing really rock solid uh, legislators, mm-hmm. uh, both in the whole mid- House member who he's had a, a, a difficulty with, and he really hasn't had that much difficulty with with Philip Singleton, really. But on this particular issue, and just the election fraud years, issue. I mean, obviously he has something to hide. You would think, right? Well, yeah, and and the reason, Todd, uh, is that House Bill three sixteen was, uh, which created the catastrophe in November twenty twenty, was sponsored exclusively by David Ralston's leadership team. Not one. Not one other Democrat, not one other Republican went on that bill. So there's a long history there and a trail of tears, if you will, of evidence yeah. of, of conspiracy, really, to possibly even, you know, change it, Georgia elections. It, it literally is a conspiracy to buy up the legislators and keep them from representing the people they are supposed to represent. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't represent their constituents. They mm-hmm. represent David Ralston's interests, which are typically corporate interests because he's funded with millions of dollars of, of corporate money. So it's not mm-hmm. just Bonnie Rich. It's it's the majority of the of the House, uh, unfortunately, that it's a, a, a corrupt scheme that um, something needs to be done about it. And, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really corrupting the legislature. And this is why we, this is why we end up with all these Republicans that are, these do nothing Republicans. Yeah. They, um, you know, uh, they're serving another master. Exactly. Arizona, um, Arizona got an audit with a one vote Republican majority in the house mm-hmm. and the Senate. We have, uh, you know, I, I forget what the numbers are in the House, but in the Senate, it was a 50% plus one. So it was 34-22 um, uh, advantage. And the House is has a similar ratio. It's got, you know, it's advantage of dozens and dozens of, of seats uh, extra. But unfortunately, they're stuffed with these plastic uh, mm-hmm. individuals who are, are not really um, representing their interests of the people. And so you've been pushing with other groups for an audit. Is the legislature still in special session or have they uh, ceased? Yes, the legislature is going to be in special session for a couple of weeks. They're still, uh, the Senate passed their um, uh, their redistricting map, mm-hmm. which was much less offensive uh, as mm-hmm. the, the House map. The House map is undergoing a lot of heat. 
and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know both Republicans and Democrats, and uh, they are anticipating that's going to be in the session for for the le- next couple of weeks. So um, no no word of an audit. Correct. So have been pushing for. That's right. So to yeah. and to your point, so um, the week the day that the session started, we were down there in full force. Uh, with two rallies to uh, justify an audit. I mean, we had um, Vernon Jones and I were at the morning audit uh, and Candace Taylor and uh, and uh, and I were at the uh, afternoon audit um, mm-hmm. and, and two different groups put it on. One was Atlanta Tea Party Patriots, the other was Women's for America's First. They're all heads down the audit. We're heads down in the audit with them, voter GA. Uh, Constitution Party of Georgia also um, is playing a, 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 a cool role with the petitions. Now, I think I'll tell you about that if you got, mm-hmm. if you got time. Yeah, sure. So um, the um, and, and then uh, the other thing is that Jenny Beth Martin with the Tea Party Patriots Foundation is launching a statewide tour. Um, we're gonna. We were just talking with her. I went to the opening session yesterday, mm-hmm. and she wanted me to talk for a few minutes about you know, update the, the people on voter GA. And we're going to work together with her um, and uh, to try to help. And maybe I'm, I'm probably going to end up joining her statewide tour here in the next mm-hmm. day or two. We're talking about that Great. and try to try to get um, education out. She's got a terrific education plan. In fact, I'll show. We'd it. like to get some of that on the on our site yeah that'd be great we'll uh, we'll do that so this is the election integrity project that i think she and cleta uh mitchell put together Mm -hmm. uh it's it's really uh excellent um and uh, you can't really see this but Mm -hmm. they lay out a whole plan on how you can help ensure that the elections are going to have integrity in the future Mm -hmm. um but is this this related to what happened in virginia sorry to interrupt where they had the similar system where they had all the polling watchers filled and and all attorneys on call and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Virginia was heads down really, really uh, good. And yes, I think a lot of that came out of Virginia. They weren't. I don't believe they were operating as as effectively in New Jersey. I don't think they were there, but I think they were yeah. in Virginia. Yeah. And Virginia made made a made a big difference along with uh, you know millions of of irate uh, voters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At what had gone down there in the last two years, I'm, I'm being—that's my home state—and yeah, okay. to watch it be destroyed in the last two years has been uh, pretty uh, disturbing for me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, statues being ripped down, vandalism everywhere, criminal activity out the gazoo. You know, government officials in the city of Richmond and the state of Virginia allowing it to happen, uh, and just actually, you know, almost authorizing it. It's, yeah. it's 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 been absolutely disgusting. So enabling it, yes. Yeah, but to go back to your point, um, that that yeah, so so they're also pushing the audit with us, um, and we 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 had a petition. I don't have one here handy. I was going to hold up, um, but the petition explains why we need an audit, and it, it's a very it's a one pager. It says we need an audit for these reasons, and we want the governor to conduct this, uh, to tell this, the legislature to to do this as part of the special session that you were talking about, Todd. And mm-hmm. then um, we want to specifically, we want the legislature mm-hmm. to audit um, um, voter eligibility, to audit physical ballots, and we want them to audit server images. 
and we get those three things, we make those things all mm -hmm. transparent. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we could possibly have some some good elections in the future. So, but it's absolutely important to um, to ensure we have to know what happened in 2020 to be able to resolve it in 2022. It's just common sense. We're all spending the GOP are holding up. Essentially. Uh, yes. And the governor. So yeah. we walked, we walked this petition into the governor's office. I tried to hand it to him. He, he conducted a press conference. I gave it to him and his staff that wouldn't take it. He knows me. He mm. probably, anything he knows what it was. So um, we walked it in. We streamed people in there for almost all day from about right after his press conference at 10 o'clock uh, and to um, probably at five o'clock in the afternoon, people were still coming in, signing the, the petition. Um, and they had multiple petitions there. People were signing the back of it and, you know, anything else, any piece where they, they were putting yellow stickies on the on it, you know, with their signatures on it and uh, doing everything that they can uh, to try to get the governor to get out the stuff and and uh, and, and do this. Um, uh, audit. Well, he has, obviously has something to hide, too. Yeah, exactly. And the, the legislature has the subpoena power to do this. At the we, we gave them the code section 28116 mm -hmm. uh, is, a, is a section that authorizes at least at a minimum the ethics committees of both of both the House and the Senate to to have subpoena power to conduct this investigation. So they're they're trying to get out of it. Um, and uh, but to and to continue with the uh, we added a little bit of fuel to the fire yesterday, uh, yesterday uh, or I guess it was, it, I guess it was Tuesday, right? It was two days ago now. I've, I'm, I've lost track of time. It's been a busy but, week. Um, we found that 74 counties uh, don't have their original election results from November, 2020. 74 mm -hmm. counties, now Georgia has 159, 74 counties couldn't produce their election results and 56 of them uh, admitted it in writing. Uh, another 18 were trying to uh, um, frustrate us with not fulfilling our open records request, and we're going to uh, deal with them uh, pretty soon. And, and this was a case of the state elections director telling these counties to delete their records, which is against the law. We correct? we showed an email from the state elections director to one of the county elections director who had asked, is it okay to clear our memory cards? Well, mm -hmm. the memory cards had the original 2020 uh, ballot images on it. And he said, yeah, it was okay. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and do that. And one of the important things to know is that the uh, images are created automatically. The system cannot tabulate election results without producing the electronic ballot images digitally. So they have to exist. And if they don't exist anymore, they were destroyed. It's pretty mm -hmm. much very simple. And the state legislature, or the uh, state law is that they have to be retained by, for two years. And the federal law is that they have to be retained for 22 months. So they violated the law. Uh, and we Any call out the attorney general or anybody on that? The attorney general has the authority to do something about it. do something. The general is already on record as as being totally against the transparency yeah. in the state of Georgia because he was the one who unnecessarily filed an amicus brief against us in the ballot inspection case. Yeah. So he's um, uh, basically useless and and for to help. So we'll. 
probably have to take this uh, on uh, ourselves mm -hmm. uh, as, as best we can. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of what we're, uh, that's what went down Tuesday at, at the press conference. Uh, and by the way, just one more point, Todd. Mm -hmm. um, so the um, recount, uh, some of these counties are saying, well, we don't have the originals, but we don't, but we've got the recount images. <laughs> don't you want those? Well, I mean, it sounds okay on the surface, except when you think about it for a minute. For first of all, the recount Im images don't have the original timestamp of the scanning, which we found very interesting things mm -hmm. if we can if we know the original time scan of the of the scanning, the original scan time date time. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two is that they don't have the original metadata meta that shows how it was, in, how it was interpreted. Mm -hmm. And then num number three is uh, that, the, you know, the ballots could have been changed. Yeah. You know, so, so there, there's uh, between the time, the original scan and the time of the, of the other one, the you know, recount. So none of that is, uh, is viable. Uh, uh, re recount images aren't viable, so they tried to pass that off on us. And we even mm -hmm. had attorneys tell us that there was no legal requirement to to keep them. These are attorneys for the county attorneys, so of course, yeah, we thought that was kind of humorous. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, so we'll we you know we'll look at seeing what we can do to um, you know make you know I mean we have 56 that already admitted they don't have them, but we yeah. still got eight, we have 18 to deal with. Who are frustrated on open records requests? So we'll look at. It'd be interesting to, to to image some of those and, and analyze some of those machines also. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We yeah. would love to get, uh, you know, and that's you know, right at the top of our our list. So obviously, Georgia is a cesspool of corruption, and uh, you're you're one of the uh, very effective and few people who are fighting it with results. How do people support you from around the country that are watching this? Well, thank you, Todd. Um, I, the best thing um, that we would ask for him to do right now um, is to uh, do to donate. Really, is that that keeps every that keeps all of our activities alive. Um, we mm -hmm. are operating primarily off of small donations from mm -hmm. patriots like your uh, readers and your listeners. You know, mm -hmm. so uh, it's voterj.org. It, uh, donate tab is out there. It's all. Um, it's all tax deductible and I don't take any money out of it. I'm living off of retirement right now. Mm. So uh, all the money goes to, you know, funding the expenses of these activities and the, you know, the attorney fees and, and hopefully the ballot inspection if we get there. Well, thank you very much, Garland, for your time. And uh, we want to have you back.